This is a prelude to today's Into Your Head podcast. Hello. Uh, just thought I'd pop my head in here at the beginning uh, for no other reason than that uh, the show is a bit lopsided. The ads occur very early, so if I put a couple of minutes in at the beginning, that'll make the ads occur slightly later than they're occurring now, and that'll put everything to rights. A bit of balance. It's always like when you get a, when you get a set of scales and you put a bit of fish on one end and you put a bit of fish on the other end and they're twin fishes so they should balance each other out and the scales should uh, oh the taste the, the scales should just float there evenly uh, but then you realise one of the fishes had its scales removed and the other one hasn't uh, so you go and put the scales back on the other fish and then the uh, weighing scales balance each other out it's absolutely fantastic well not necessarily fantastic fantastic but uh why would you be doing that oh now did you mention it why would you need a fish on each of the scales no no you'd have a counterweight on one end and of course in the modern world you have an electronic scales and there's just one little bucket there and there's an electronic display and you plunk your fish down on the bucket and you say hello uh, electronic scales give me a weight for this and the electronic scales flashes up a few numbers and you write the numbers down or you uh, get her to print out something and you stick it to the bag and then you say here you go you can pay for that now at the checkout or else you can uh, steal it and run out uh, but if you're going to do that uh, I can't endorse that as a staff member in this uh, butchers or fishmongery or ironmongery or whatever wherever the hell this story is set is it a story or is it a uh, what do you call it what do you call a story that's not a story it's just an example of something or it's a uh, oh it's an anecdote i suppose an anecdote is a story uh, isn't it ah maybe not and that and what's the difference between an anecdote and a story and a uh toy octopus there's a question for you there's a question for you uh, you might use this question as an anecdote in the future you might say i remember back one time many years ago i was listening to uh, episode 614 of the into your head podcast uh, now defunct uh, it stopped at show 1000 i believe uh just after he won the lottery anyway i remember uh he was oh he was telling us to, he was asking a question about What's the difference between... Uh, I forget now what he said. First, luckily, it's a recorded audio show. You can go back and listen to it. Uh, and that'll be your anecdote. And the people will ask you then, what's the point of this anecdote? And you'll say... Uh, I don't know, uh, except, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, just to fill in a minute or two uh, of, of our lives, of our uh, boring lives, now that that podcast is no longer available, well, is it? it is no uh, longer available to us, uh, many of the recent shows have uh, been put up on archive.org and will be there forever, unless archive.org come along and say, what is this crap, I'm removing this from our servers and destroying Destroying it and destroying all copies. Uh, apart from that, no. Unless they, unless they do that, this show will be available on archive.org hundreds of years from now. Uh, ah, where was I? Oh yes, this was a this was a prelude. I think it's long enough now. That's three minutes and fifty-two seconds. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, let's put some music in here and then we'll get things started. 
you're listening to Into Your Head because you couldn't find anything better now, could you? You join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's Into Your Head, number 614 for Monday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, you've got topics coming out of this can of deodorant, unfortunately it seemed to be almost empty, um, let's check this now, yes it's almost empty, uh, I've just sprayed some into my face, uh, luckily my face is protected by, protected by non-protective uh, glasses, uh, they're not there to protect me from the old rinse. They're there to help me see, uh, to help amplify my seeability. Uh, well, not my see. Well, is it my seeability? I don't know. My visibility. Uh, my visibility would be my how I'm seen by others. I presume my seeability, if that were a real word, word would be something along the same lines. So, no, I don't mean my seeability or my visibility. Well, I think you know what I mean. You're not that stupid uh, that you need to have every frigging word explained to you. Uh, uh, oh no, 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 absolutely not, uh, by any means whatsoever, in any way, shape, or uh, recover the odorant body spray uh, by Lynx, uh, Lynx, uh, wearing uh, wearing the deodorant of 15-year-olds at the moment for some reason. It's unspecial. I don't usually buy this crap. I usually buy normal, proper deodorant designed for people uh, rather than for teenage. I think it's for teenagers. They bring out a new... Ah, they bring out a new pattern of deodorant every month or so and put a different colour and branding on it. And they say, oh, look, uh, the brand new uh, Cheetah Minx uh, Cannabis Hash Leaf Flavoured Links." Uh, for for men, uh, except of course it's not for men, it's for teenagers. Uh, I'm far from the. Uh, now that you mention it, when I was a teenager, I didn't use links. I used uh, other brands, uh, which I don't wish to advertise here. In fact, I don't even wish to advertise links. Uh, well, I prefer to advertise uh, the sponsors of this show, uh, but we'll come to those later. A uh, later, uh, later point. We're only two minutes and twenty seconds in. Let's not get bogged down in uh, creating income for the program at this early stage. There's no point creating income for a program until you've created a program and at 2 minutes and 33 seconds in, uh, I don't consider it to be uh, enough to, to be able to uh, claim that I've made a program yet, although I did make 613 programs before this one. Uh, but no, uh, you're only, in this uh, business, you're only as good as your current uh, podcast. That's what they say anyway. Uh, those uh, anyone to anyone who will listen, uh, there's people going round now with uh, podcast advisory podcasts. Uh, oh, there's a fellow who does one. He says, uh, "Oh, uh, I'm a podcast expert. I'm going to tell you all about how to make podcasts." <laughs> <coughs> And in fairness, indeed, he does. He gives out practical advice. Uh, I believe he's called the Podcast Answer Man. Uh, he probably has a real name as well. Uh, I've got a real name too. Not going to tell you what it is. I don't give out my real name anymore. I refer to myself as Neil from Ireland. And that's good enough for you. Uh, although Neil is my real name. Uh, from Ireland, though, is not my real surname. Uh, my real surname uh, is more Irish, ironically, than from Ireland. Uh, 
I did consider at one point uh, calling myself Neil Ireland. Uh, if I didn't want to people to think, uh, oh, he's adopting a fake name. He's probably committing fraud or something. Uh, no, 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 no. You only do that sort of thing in the on the stage and on the screen. You can have fake names and you can say, oh, it's a stage name. Uh, the Actors Guild made me adopt the stage name because uh, somebody else who was already famous already had the name that I had in real life. Uh, so I decided in my fake life uh, of what I do from nine to five, I'm going to have a fake name. Uh, well, no, it'll be a properly sanctioned fake name. They have proper methods of doing it over there. Uh, well, no, you can't just set up a thing on the internet and say, here's my fake name. Uh, don't worry, it's all above board, even though you've no way of verifying it. Uh, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Wow. What a great segment. Let's have another. Oh, uh... I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, we're off to a bad start here. Uh, but it's understandable, because it's a Monday morning. Uh, it's a minute past midnight on a Monday morning as this podcast is released. So it's understandable that uh, someone who starts his Monday that early in the morning, in fact, in the dead of night, uh, could uh, take a few minutes to get going. Completely understandable. That's what you're thinking. Uh, well, I'm not inclined to agree with you. I don't, I don't think I, I think you're Talking awful crap. If you don't mind me saying so, I don't want to patronise you. So when I think you're talking crap, I'm going to tell you that I think you're talking crap because uh, that's what I respect. That's called respect. Uh, I don't want to patronise you, so I'm going to respect you by telling you you're talking a pile of crap, a big mad pile of bollocks. Uh, you might as well get some, oh, get some cat's diarrhea and mix it with uh, fresh whipped cream and then add some sour cream and call it sweet and sour cream diarrhea and put it in a pot and boil it up uh, and then uh, I don't know what you do with it then pour it over some chicken and rice maybe I don't know uh, why would you do that see there you go uh, you can't you people can't be relied upon for uh, that sort of opinion on anything uh, not least because this isn't a live show you're not listening to this live uh, this show uh, well this segment of it anyway uh, was created last Tuesday at 20 to 3 in the afternoon uh, I bet you didn't see that coming, did you? No, no, you didn't see that coming. I'm recording ahead because uh, I'm going to devote next week to painting. I'm going to paint the town red. Uh, or I might just start with the house. I'm going to finish the ground floor, hopefully. Uh, the ground floor needs to be finished because uh, once you don't, if you don't have a proper ground floor, uh, then you can't. You've nothing to form. You might as well you have a pizza with no base. You're going to do that. Uh, no, no. Every decorator knows you start at the ground and you work up. Um, Just like when you're building the skyscraper. Although you probably have... Uh, they're probably developing new methods of doing that now. Uh, you don't you don't carry on using the same method in any process for uh, decades upon decades. You develop new things. We all know that. If you go into a McDonald's now, as I did today, and you say, Hello, uh, can I have uh, oh, can I have, uh, some of those fancy pancakes in syrup, please? I don't know what they are, because nobody eats pancakes over here except in McDonald's. Uh, they'll say, Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, you can be damn sure the hell is Christ, though, that they're not making those pancakes the same way they were making them uh, 30 years ago. Because for one 
thing 30 years ago there was no such thing as McDonald's in this country and for another thing uh, if they were uh, they'd have been making them on some sort of oh, some sort of wind up device they get a wind up there like a pasta uh, pasta maker thing you put a handle on that you churn your pancakes through that I assume I don't know I don't know much about these foreign breakfasts uh, we don't have foreign breakfasts over here except in these foreign outlets that have taken over lately we have foreign outlets all over the place oh, I was in a fucking uh, fucking uh, what was I in today oh no I was in a super value that's all I wish uh, well, usually on a day like this uh, if I go to that town that has uh, McDonald's in it I go to a Tesco which is foreign and a Boots the Chemist which is foreign and an Argus possibly which is foreign and uh, what else oh lots of other things that are foreign uh, basically this country is getting full to the brim of foreign businesses uh, they're taking over our jobs uh, taking over our children they're taking over our uh, oh they're taking over our uh, cut they're taking over the whole fucking place you might as well just uh, put her hands up in the air uh, and wait for them to throw packages down a us from the air from airplanes uh, if they did that I'd probably have uh, less of an objection to them uh, if they came over here and said oh look at these poor Irish bastards we need to drop food packages on them because they're deep in recession uh, they're deep in their deepest fucking recession in many years after a huge boom uh, they're having to get these foreign supermarkets in and buy uh, oh buy uh, Tesco value this and uh, Tesco value that and Argus value. I've got an Argus value toaster. I got it for six euros and twenty nine cents. Uh, but I paid extra for insurance. Uh, so when I break it, as I often do on a regular basis, I break toasters. Uh, when I break it, I can get a new one and just buy insurance for the new one and pay nothing else. And then until I electrocute myself to death, uh, which I'm likely to do, uh, I usually break a toaster uh, in a Oh, in a rather dramatic way, it usually involves some sort of electric shock or a blue spark or something along those lines, or a cat pisses into it, uh, which usually results in, oh, usually results in me getting electrocuted. So if I ever die, uh, there's a good chance that if you see in the death notice, oh, died suddenly and nothing else, it's probably because I uh, used a cheap toaster and uh, misused it, a cat pissed on it, and I didn't notice. Uh, last thing I'll see on this earth will be uh, my toast burning and the smell of ammonia coming off it and I'll reach for the plug and switch it off and then I'll get a, a shock of my life I can tell you well the last shock of my life might necessarily be the shock of my life what does the shock of your life mean does it mean the biggest shock of your life or does it mean the only shock of your life uh, you, you should elaborate with these phrases if you're going to use these phrases you should make them uh, Oh, you should perfect them first. Is it the biggest shock of your life? Or the average of all shocks? Or the most representative uh, example of all the shocks that you've had in your life? What is it, for fuck's sake? Uh, anyway, uh, on with the... Uh, what do we get on with? Is it too early for an advertisement yet? Uh, well, if I melt, melt it into the show seamlessly, it's not. It can be part of the entertainment. Uh, do, you, do you need glasses? You probably do. You probably need glasses. 
prices. Uh, do you hate fucking going out to the optician and getting them? Do you want to just uh, get them to send? Just ask them for your prescription and send your. Ah, go onto this website, uh, into your head.com. Click on my uh, goggles for you ad there. You can order your glasses online, your prescription glasses, your bifocals, uh, your uh, contact lenses, all this other crap delivered worldwide. Uh, some of my listeners uh, buy their glasses now on a regular basis through this. You buy your glasses online, uh, doesn't cost you any extra, but into your head earns a generous commission when you do. You just go to itsyourhead.com, click on the goggles for you ad. Uh, they've got bases in England and America and Christ knows where else. Uh, they ship worldwide. Uh, you just buy, buy your prescription glasses there uh, and then get them delivered to your house. And then you put them on your face and then you look you look at the world in a whole new light. Uh, it's not like you can probably get rose tinted specter now that you mentioned it. I should probably drop them an email and say, Hello, do you happen to sell rose tinted spectacles? Uh, are they out? They're probably out of fashion now. They used to do uh, for a while there, the kids were all getting uh, tinted spectacles and then for another while they were getting uh, coloured contact lenses regardless of whether or not they needed a seeing aid uh, so they probably had rose tinted lenses at some point you can be damn sure the Christ is hell that I won't be wearing them I wear bug standard glasses uh, bug standard glasses and the next time I get them I can tell you I'll be getting them from goggles for you by going to intoyourhead.com and clicking on the link although I probably uh, won't get any commission off that because that's uh, like selling coals to Newcastle. You don't, you don't get commission off your own fucking ad. It's for your listeners to have to click on it. Uh, so off you go and do that. Into your head.com. Uh, click on the goggles for you ad at the top right there. Uh, Move it up to the top today so it's more visible. Because uh, I've realised that those of you who need glasses will have trouble finding the ad uh, by definition. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, on with the show. Professor Stephen Hawking. I've learned everything I know from Into Your Head, except when it's about me. I kind of know that stuff already by default. And so can you. Just continue listening Two for details. cats walk into a circus. Uh, one of the cats straight away uh, goes, up to the, goes up to the edge of the ring and Scale jumps up onto the railing. There's a little temp... Uh, not a very strong railing. It's just a temporary thing because circuses are of a temporary nature. That's not to say they're going away anytime soon. Uh, but no, they move around. A circus is a movable feast, as they say. Uh, it's a thing that... Uh, it's here today, gone somewhere else tomorrow. Uh, it's not gone, though. It's gone from here, gone from our sight. Uh, we've it's like oh it's a disposable entertainment that's what it is a circus is disposable entertainment uh, comes along and you go in and you say hello can I have three tickets to the circus please and they give you three tickets to the circus please and then you go in and you take your seat and you have a show and then you go home and the next day you're walking down and they're all packing up they're packing all their crap into a lorry they're putting their lions and tigers and clowns into cages and they're going off to 
some other town to frighten the children there. Uh, and then next thing you know, there's a hey, you've forgotten it ever existed, and there's a fun fair there the next week. Uh, and they're all, oh, it's all candy floss and gambling machines and uh, toy guns and, uh, oh, uh, amusement park rides and uh, death and destruction. Uh, that's what that's what amusement park rides mean to me, I can tell you. Death and destruction. You get up on one of those, I can tell you. And the next thing you know, it's going to crash down on everyone else like a ton of bricks, uh, causing all of them to die horribly. Uh, where's the fun in that? I call me old fashion but I don't think it's fun to uh, fall uh, from 450 feet up in the air onto oh onto a Tarmacadam car park crushing other people's heads in the process uh, if you find that sort of thing fun then you're sick you're sick uh, you've a sick mind not that there's anything wrong with being sick there's no law against being sick uh, nor is there anything wrong about it well it's something to be uh, something to be avoided if at all costs uh, but no, if you're sick, that's not your fault. I don't hold it against you unless you've been taking drugs that have caused you to reach that level of sickness and you didn't need to be taking them and you were not advised to take them by a registered uh, general practitioner of medicine. Oh, there's Annie. Annie's out on the green. Uh, it looks like she's oh, on her way back in, uh, getting distracted by a bird, possibly. Uh, or some, oh yes, she got distracted by a bird there. Continuing her path there now, uh, disappearing below the window line, although she hasn't reached the house yet. Uh, my angle of view uh, has caused her to disappear out of my uh, window line. If I stood up now, you'd probably see her, uh, but then I'd be away from the microphone and not concentrating on the task in hand, which is uh, to finish off this podcast. Where are we? Another ten minutes, I'd say. Uh, oh yes, two cats walk into a circus. Uh, one of the cats goes straight up to the railing at the edge of the uh, oh, at the edge of the stage thing. It's not a stage thing though. It's a uh, it's a ring. That's what they call it. The circus ring. Uh, it's basically a place full of hay, and they bring in animals and clowns and people, and they all do stuff. And then uh, anyway, the cat goes down there and goes meow, 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 uh, and then the tiger comes out and goes rawr. And the cat goes to the tiger. He says, uh, "Why aren't you meowing? Why are you growling? You're giving us cats." A bad name, name the tiger, and the tiger says, uh, "Why are you speaking? And why are you in the audience? You should be here. Uh, cats no should know their place. The audience is not a place for cats. Uh, cats are entertainers, uh, unless they're busy killing, of course. But uh, you're a domesticated cat. Uh, you don't need to be killing. Uh, so you should be entertaining. You should be uh, either here in the ring with me, or at home on your cat tree beside the television." Uh, entertaining your oh entertaining your owners that's your job that's your place in society uh, just as women were put on this earth to cook and clean and when men were put on this earth to uh, dig coal out of the ground and go and uh, put it somewhere so we can burn it and then bury it in the ground in the form of ashes uh, cats were put on this oh this is a load of old fashioned crap the tiger says uh, sorry about that I wasn't thinking I've become immersed and entrenched in 
this old-fashioned entertainment circus business. I really should buck up my ways and modernise my thinking. Forget I said any of that. Uh, at this point, the cat, uh, the cat isn't there anymore. The cat has run off and being distracted by something. It's an awful lot of distractions in a circus, I can tell you. Uh, not just the stuff in the ring, the stuff outside the ring. It's very distracting uh, for a young cat in a frigging audience. Uh, did I mention whether the cat bought tickets? No, no, probably didn't. Why would the cat buy tickets to a fucking circus? Uh, why would a clown? If I was a clown and I went in to see a circus, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't expect to have to buy tickets. I'd be a visiting a dignitary from another circus, or maybe I'm, do, do clowns work in other things besides circuses? They probably do. They work as party entertainers. Uh, they probably work in. Uh, there's clowns working down in my local bank. I can tell you at the moment. Uh, but that's being closed down in November and they're being put out of a job uh, so uh, anyway on with the show now uh, I know what you're thinking there you're thinking uh, that deodorant that he sprayed in his face earlier in the show uh, seems to be having a negative effect on the content uh, you may well be right about that uh, that was uh, in case you're wondering for future reference that was links. Uh, let's see what kind. Oh, it doesn't say what kind. There's links in the green. Links in a green bottle anyway. A lime green bottle. Uh, I've got another deodorant here that I could try. Uh, it's new Dove Men Care. Uh, 48 hour antiperspirant deodorant. 0% alcohol. Uh, maybe that's where I was going wrong. Maybe there's alcohol in the links. So we'll try this one. I just sprayed it on the top of my chest there because I don't want any more deodorant in my face. And let's see if this improves the content in any way, shape, or form. And maybe it won't. Maybe it'll have no effect. I seem to be inhaling deodorant now, though. I think it's bounced off my 12 inch uh, spit guard here and gone into my face, uh, thereby. Oh, thereby counteracting all my uh, genuine and good efforts to uh, not spray deodorant into my face more than once in one episode of the podcast. Uh, but don't say I didn't try. I did my best. I'm not a professional deodorant uh, director. I don't think there's any such thing, except maybe the people who test the deodorants at the, at the company when they're being produced. Uh, he's the, oh, he's the, uh, what do you call it? The deodorant equivalent to a wine test. He probably, oh, he probably uh, sprays some on his tongue and then rolls it around in his mouth for a bit and then spits it out. Uh, let's write that in the show notes. Uh, Neil sprays deodorant in his face and discusses adopting a fake name, weighing twin fish, clowns and banks, cats and circuses, and lots more. I just add in the uh, deodorant testers. Uh, Oh, that's not supposed to happen. Or is it? Who am I to say what's supposed to happen? We shouldn't be uh, proclaiming that things aren't supposed to happen. Who are we to say no? We're not. Has something happened? Oh, for, for example. Uh, oh, if for example, if we, uh, the, the ceiling cracks down and some rain comes in, a book of rain comes down from the heavens, and I say, oh, uh, that's not supposed to happen. That's a shame. Who am I to say that? There's no, there might be some, uh, oh, there might be some tablets at the other end of the universe in which it's being written uh, on the, oh, on the 28th of August, 
uh, 15.08pm, uh, the following will happen. Uh, whatever your man just said was going to happen. I had to think with the ceiling and the bucket of rain. That. Who am I to say that hasn't been foretold and planned? Uh, in which case it's supposed to happen. Or maybe it's not. Maybe the person who planned it uh, was unauthorised. So maybe it wasn't supposed to happen. But that's not to say it was unplanned. A bank robbery isn't supposed to happen. But that doesn't mean it's... Uh, not planned, although it may well be not planned. Depends on the circumstances, I suppose. Uh, that stuff will all be, that stuff is all decided by the detectives when they're investigating it. We don't need to uh, figure all out all those mysteries ourselves. Uh, there's different people available in the world to sort out different mysteries. We don't have to figure it all out ourselves. There's only so much we can do. I don't know, for example, how to pasteurize, pa how to pasteurize milk, uh, but I don't need to know it's done it's done and dusted before he even reaches my local shop so i don't need to figure that out i don't know how to uh, i don't know how to figure out how to when, when the world's going to end and what's going to happen to the time space continuing at the end of it because you've got professor stephen hawking to sort that out for us and i certainly don't need to know how to uh, how to record a drumbeat because uh, you got phil collins to do that uh, so no you don't need to do you don't need to become an expert on everything in this world uh, pick your poison and concentrate on it and do that uh, we'll all oh then we'll all book it together our various skills we'll pool them together and we'll make a better planet for the rest of us to live in for all of us in fact uh, all of us except the people who we don't want here presumably the people who uh, broke into that bank for example uh, they, they add nothing to this uh, people who break into banks and steal from them are not helping this planet uh, not that they have to. You don't have to help the planet if you don't want to. But at least try not to, de to detract from it. Don't be detracting from the planet. Uh, don't, for example, be uh, spraying deodorant uh, in, in your studio, home studio office for no other reason than to uh, fill in a few seconds on the podcast as I did. Or I've learned from that, though. I've learned from that and I'll never do it again. Uh, so what more could you want uh, other than for me to learn from what I've done? and uh, make amends by not doing it again and uh, telling the world on my uh, telling the world on my pretend internet radio program that I did it and that I would advise anyone else to follow in my uh, follow in my footsteps and uh, not learn the same lesson the hard way not that it was that difficult for me uh, uh, well a moment of discomfort when I sprayed it into my face. Oh, no, no, uh, there's no need for you to go experimenting with that now. I've already done the experiment for you, so you just need to look at the results and adopt them into your... Oh, adopt them into your worldview. And then we'll carry on uh, up onwards and upwards uh, like a... Uh, like an aeroplane taking off, uh, you go, oh, you go forward and forward and forward, and then after a while you go up and up and up and forward and up and forward and up and forward and up at the same time, so it's in a straight line. Uh, or maybe a curve, certainly not in steps, you don't go across and then up and then across and then up and then across and then up at perfect uh, stairsular angles, and oh no, uh, not that I know much about that, I'm not a frigging pilot, uh, make us, I make assumptions though based on uh, my observations during my uh, 36 and a half years on this planet as a human being, that's what I am, I'm a human being, uh, what the hell are you? 
I don't know. You're probably a human being. The chances are you're a human being too. Uh, so I suppose you've got you've got that on me. Uh, not that it's um, not that it's anything uh, particular to get excited about. Just because you're a human being too, that doesn't make you any better than me. It just means you're on the oh, it just means you're on the same playing pitch as me. Uh, you're on we're on level playing pitches. Uh, we're both probably not on the same playing pitch unless you happen to be living very close by to me uh, but on level playing pitches uh, without I think about it if you're on a playing pitch in another part of the world the world is curved so you're not on the same level as me at all unless the earth is flat uh, we're not uh, on level playing there's no such thing as a level playing pitch the earth is curved for Christ's sake have you learned have you learned nothing from the uh, the well, from geography classes presumably you went to geography classes in school uh, this world is not a level playing field uh, going to change the title of the show now to reflect that uh, level playing field oh well I'll adopt it into something uh, more catchy later with uh, rest assured the title of this episode uh, will make some reference to uh, level playing fields uh, curved playing fields let's see uh, curved playing field uh, the earth is a curved playing field that's a bit long uh, I suppose we'll try that the earth oh uh, this is a curved playing field uh, oh, life on a curved playing field I will sort it out later that stuff should be done in post production or post as those of us in the business call it we don't call it post production we just call it post uh, just as if we were on a farm and we milked the cows you wouldn't say oh what will we do post milking the cows we'll just say post because uh, we all know uh, there's limited number of things we could be talking about uh, so we just narrow it down it's a shorthand a shorthand speech that was that's what it is so anyway we sort that all out in, cur- in post so don't worry your little head about it and we'll end the show now any minute now any minute now well, we have a bit of song to end it because it hasn't been one of the finest episodes uh, so you might as well make uh, quantity over quality uh, <coughs> let's see Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Uh, sing us a song, you're the piano man. You're the piano man. You're the piano man. Sing us a song, sing us a song, you're the piano man. This is a parody of the Billy Joel song Piano Man, uh, which he usually does uh, with a piano and the mouth organ. I've seen him perform it live in Croke Park, another non-level playing field, I can tell you, uh, where they play Gaelic Athletic Association games, uh, such as, for example, hurling and Gaelic football. And they also have rock concerts uh, with old American rock and roll singers. Uh, I was at that. I didn't realise at the time, though, 
with the level. The playing field was not level. It was curved with the earth. As curved as be damned, uh, like, the, uh, like the edge of your ear after it's been grown to full, uh, oh, to full adult size. I don't know, maybe ears are straighter before they're finished. Uh, remains to be seen. Or does it? Maybe not. Uh, that's just, that's, that just didn't make any sense. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry my thoughts don't make any sense while I'm developing them. Uh, so you're not supposed to see them until you're developing. You don't go into Gordon Ramsay and say, oh, uh, that's uh, mince. Uh, that's, uh, what's see, that's spaghetti bolognese you're making. Looks like uh, raw pasta and some non-chopped onions and some meat and some, uh, oh, some stuff in a packet. You do not. You wait until he's finished cooking it, then you comment on it, and then you tell him what it looks like. Anyway, good morning. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's programme, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Sit, Pippi. Sit. Good cat. Intoyourhead.com.